Welcome to the Matt and Adam Show, where we talk about grit, doing the work, and why it matters. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another week here on the Matt and Adam Show. This is me, Matt Lestalia, with my faithful, loyal co-host, Adam Messer. Adam, what is up? What's up, man? Thanks for that lovely introduction, man. That's like probably one of the best ones I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you're the man, man. This, there's a reason that we're doing this show together. It's, because, it's not because I think that you suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope not. Uh, I don't think you suck either. <laughs> so. See, that's, that's the way that we show love. I think you're pretty awesome. Huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> absolutely. So today, um, we're actually going to, we're going to piggyback a little bit off of what we did last week and uh, in the sense of the opportunities. And so we, we kind of touched a bit on the importance of and how to say no to opportunities in certain circumstances. But we didn't, I don't think that we wanted to leave it on, on that note there alone. So we wanted to kind of expand and stick and talk about the importance of saying yes to opportunity. And I know I really wanted to get Adam's two cents, maybe even three cents on this. And so Adam, what do you, uh, what's your perspective on taking on new opportunities? Well, I love in the last episode, how you talked about if it's a good opportunity, it'll be there tomorrow. You know, you don't have to jump on it right the second. I love how you, you said that because that's a great way, a, a perspective of saying, hey, you know, it might not be the best time, but it might still be a good opportunity. And so I like how you said, you know, delay that decision making a little bit because it's for me, I love to say yes to stuff just like you do, like we talked about last episode. And when I have a, you know, like if I have a good relationship with a person and they you know, approach me with something. And I say, hey, I'd like to do this. My end, yeah, let's make it happen, you know. And sometimes I, I you know, bite off a little bit more than I can chew. And so for me, opportunity, you know, saying yes to opportunity is like, okay, you know, I don't want to hesitate, but I don't want to overextend myself either because if I hesitate, then I, you know, might just miss out altogether. And if I overextend myself, I'm not going to give 100% of myself to whatever it is you know, for the project or whatever. So I don't want to do that either. I don't want to show up and not be a hundred percent, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think while we, we comment and we, we make sure to highlight the importance of saying, you don't have to make the decision immediately right away, you know, wait a night. It is also, like you said, it is, it is important to acknowledge that it, the opportunities don't stick around forever. And so you really do need to spend some time with with new information and with new options there to to see if it's going to be right. And and I'll, that's the thing is you don't know. You like it's things rarely show up how you imagine them. And so an opportunity, somebody coming up to you or or an opportunity presenting itself might be a solution to something that you've been or the creation of something that you've been trying to accomplish for a long time. And you just never knew that it was going to happen with another person or maybe that person in particular. I think that this show is actually a great example of it. I never, I never really imagined co-hosting a show with somebody. You know, I was just Um, thinking the same thing, Matt, where Corey introduced us because he knew we had something in common and, you know, it just, our relationship, our friendship blossomed from that one introduction, you know? 
and it's and and the thing was it's not like the opportunity there mm-hmm. grew right so it's not it's a lot most of the time an opportunity is not not going to present itself in the sense that an introduction gets made and then you launch on a project with mm-hmm. somebody together right and so this this came just like you said as a, a fruition to came to fruition through the establishment of a really strong relationship mm-hmm. and so that's that's the, those are the type of opportunities when we when we first talked about the idea for the show that was that was one of the things that I thought of was like the opportunities that come through relationships and we talked about the importance of networking on the last episode and and that's that's where I see a lot of the opportunities for people you know not looking at it like you I love how you talk about it with the transaction relationships mm-hmm. not looking at as people as means to the end but looking at people as people and just being genuinely curious and interested in what other people have going on in so doing creates new relationships in so doing creates new opportunities i you know i love that uh, i'll give you an example uh with this publishing thing that i'm doing i have a book coming out uh halloween right and i'm a new publisher I'm not new to publishing, self-publishing, but I'm new to publishing as far as I have, you know, a, a cast of authors, 12 other authors that I'm responsible for with this anthology. And, you know, I had one of my authors who's, a, you know, experienced editor. Uh, she's also a veteran formatter. She's been doing the, what I want to do for a while now. And she sent me some genuine feedback. Uh, based off of the first version of the, uh, which actually wasn't even the first version, <laughs> the released first version <laughs> of the the advanced reader copies, and she said, you know, here's some, you know, bullet point um, items that I noticed that you know are formatting issues. Um, not trying to be overbearing. I just want to, you know, try to help you with you know the product or whatever. And I looked at it like, okay, this is a great opportunity, not only to build my relationship with her, but also to learn. And so I sent her a message saying, you know, thank you very much for your feedback. I, I didn't have time to really go into it because of work and school and stuff like that. But I sent her a message today and said, hey, you know, really appreciate your feedback. Would you have some time to go over some of these items with me? I need some help. And she said, I would love to. So we set up an appointment. We're going to talk. And, you know, so that opportunity came about because of my relationship with her and because, you know, she is vested. You know, she it's a, it's not just a give take. It's, a, you know, sometimes you give more, sometimes you take more, you know, but it's it's a vested relationship where, you know, we both have a, an interest for the success of the book. You know, and I thought it was a really neat opportunity because, you know, I've been friends with her for, you know, uh, about a year, year and a half. Uh, but this is a chance for me to be able to learn something new, for her to be able to contribute more to the project. And, you know, so I think it's, you know, like you said, opportunities don't, I mean, it's not like they're just saying, you know, gifted to you. Like, hey, here's an opportunity. Sometimes they come, <laughs> sometimes they come in like, you know, just, just a casual, you know, remark or casual conversation or, you know, a random smile somebody might give you. You never know. And, and, it, and it always goes back to that. It doesn't show up how you right, expect right. it. You know, opportunities don't don't present themselves in the way that you might expect an opportunity to present itself. But the thing is, the more that you make yourself aware, the more you make yourself kind of open to new things, to new people, to new um, events, 
the more that your head kind of gets, your brain kind of gets rewired to start to to look and kind of identify those. And something that you did, this is actually very beautiful, and I appreciate that you brought that story up uh, from your own life because I I mentioned to you that I had a little yeah. bent that I wanted to take the opportunities on, and this it dovetails perfectly with that, and it's. It's the idea of in the resilience when I'm when I'm facilitating training, we talk I talk about using instead of your typical resilience trainer who's gonna say, okay, obstacles are coming, this is how you avoid that one. Okay, that one knocked you down, this is how you get back up. Like, yes, you need to know how to do both of those things. But what they don't tell you is how you actually use that next obstacle coming your way as as a platform, as something to leap and propel yourself forward from. I don't like the idea of coming back to the status quo after getting knocked down, because I actually think that coming back to your status quo is a net negative. I think if you if you didn't learn something from your event to make you better, then you, you're not doing it right. And so when you were provided constructive criticism, you could have curled up. You could have been knocked down. You would have had to recover yourself, you know. But but when you when you take it and you're like, oh, this is this is good. There's good feedback in here, you know. Maybe not all of it is something that you take, but you take some. And you're like, oh, and I'm going to hold on to that. And then when you create your next book, how much better is that going to be now that you've actually incorporated this obstacle and are now using it to propel even better work moving forward? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you need to you need to springboard off of your mistakes. You know, I feel like you learn more from your mistakes and your failures than when, you know, it's really easy to be on top and everything's going great, but it's, it's hard yeah. when, you know, you're just down and, you know, you keep losing, you keep, you know, you keep racking up the L's. I mean, it's hard to show up for batting practice when you're like, oh, and 90, you know what I mean? You you got, you know, you yes. got to just say, Hey, okay, well, we know we're going to lose this season we're already out of the playoffs what can we make what can how can we make this the best possible thing that we can make it you know and uh i think it's Absolutely. i love how you you talk about you know wanting to springboard off of you know a loss and a, a you know failure because that that's what i do every time i mess up you know i mess up every day i look at it as a way to grow and to learn you know i look at it as a way okay well how do I right. not make that same mistake? But then how do I make the process better? How do I make, you know, how, how do I perform better? You know? Exactly. It's, it's turning, turning obstacles into opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when, when you shift, when you shift the thinking to that, it's, it's interesting because you stop seeing what's happening in your life as successes and failures. And you start seeing everything as kind of like the path yeah you know like okay i I went this way and and it hurt there was pain to do what i did over there but i really want to accomplish that goal and i really think that that's the way and so you go run down that path again like and then and you know what maybe that time it worked because you did a minor adjustment but you still you still did it or maybe you fell flat on you remember we were talking about like how i love uh the i love motivational stuff and leadership and stuff like that and that you know, I, I share a lot of mm-hmm. like, original thoughts and I make these little graphics and stuff. Talking about that, I had this idea uh, several years ago called shift the change. So, like, you know, you when you have a change that you need, you know, from a failure or whatever, you've got to shift your mindset to the change. You know, because if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to get the same results. 
You know, you have to be able to shift exactly. the change because, you know, I, I know eating unhealthy is going to be bad for my overall well-being. You know what I mean? I know that. If I don't make a change and it's like a decision, right? Those opportunities, you know, that I would have if I were healthier, you know, they're going to be cost. There's going to be some cost in, in my health, my health and well-being. You know, I mean, like, if you don't take care of yourself now, you're going to have to pay for it. That's that's really yeah. important. So. It's very difficult to identify all of the opportunities that didn't show up because you weren't able to to pursue them, because you weren't able to meet them at the door, because you weren't physically ready, because you weren't mentally ready, you weren't because you weren't emotionally like you ready. Said. And that's why, that's, mm-hmm. that's why you train. That's why you train in the hard, in the good times. That's why you focus on 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 that reflection. I think that that really that goes well in mm-hmm. to kind of like doing the work here. Because what's what is how would how would you tie in doing the work okay, with so opportunities? Being receptive and having that mindset of hey, okay, this is an opportunity. What what will it take to accomplish? You know, so like a project, for example, when we were talking about doing this show, it was an opportunity. And we sat down and said, okay, well, you've got a business schedule. I've got a business schedule. What is it going to take for us to do this show for a month, six months, a year, five? We even talked about 10 years out. You know, what is it going to take for us to do the work? And then we, we had a vision of that. And then since then, what we've had to do is we've had to adjust. We've had to adjust our schedules. You know, we had to adjust like, you know, sometimes we do multiple recordings in a day, um, coming up with topics. We've had to adjust and doing that work. So taking an opportunity and then saying, okay, well, the opportunity is the initial stage. And then it transitions from an opportunity into a process. And then those build, like you were talking about earlier, springboarding, you know, you got springboards from failures and you have springboards from success. So we just stack and we build and we keep doing and we keep doing and we have a system and then we adjust the system and then we review it and say, Hey, where's the metric here? Okay. Well, is this working? Is this not working? You know, I mean, like recording for us, we, we had to figure out how we were going to record, you know, you know, there's all these little you know, yeah. things that go into doing the work from that one opportunity, which was an idea that we both had it was like, Hey, you know, I think we were like, Hey, what, you know, what would you think about doing a show together? It's like, I was just thinking that too. And, you know, it just blossomed, you know? Well, I think, I think your point is really great in that doing the work from the opportunity honors that opportunity, right? You're giving it it's it's true respect uh, to the other people involved and to the opportunity itself, um, to the to the creation from that opportunity by doing the work. So why does it matter? Oh man, that is a great question. I know we ask that question every episode, but the why to me is the biggest. <laughs> it's yeah, the why to up, me yeah. is the biggest. The biggest push, you know, it's the pull. Um, why does it matter to say yes to opportunities? Because you want to live, you want to have a you know rich life, and that doesn't necessarily mean you know uh, billions of dollars or you know a, a Tahiti resort, um, whatever. It, everybody's level of success is whatever, right? But it could. It doesn't matter that that those mm-hmm. those things don't matter. What matters are the relationships and opportunities. Saying yes to opportunities, you build relationships you know you you build yourself up you know and i feel like saying yes to opportunities you know if 
for example, if Corey had said, Corey Brooks had said, Hey Adam, there's this guy uh, that, you know, he's interested in doing his own show. I know you do your own show. You know, I'd like to introduce you to. And I said no to that opportunity. I wouldn't be here today talking with you. You know what I mean? So saying yes to that opportunity opened up it's, a it, whole different, it, you know, world of, of, of us being friends and, you know, me learning from you, you learning from me, me being a mentor for you, you being a mentor for me, you know, we, we, we coalesce on those things. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's a great example of an opportunity and it having like a ripple effect. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Well said. I got nothing to add to it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for letting me Thank you. give, you know, kind of put you <laughs> in the you, spotlight. I, this I, time. I love when you pick my <laughs> and, brain and I love when we, we have topics that, you know, kind of flow together because, uh, you know, it's it's not so much that it's hard to pick these topics, uh, but yeah, you know, sometimes it's like, well, you know, what is like we were talking before the episode? What's relevant? What are people interested in? You know, what what would somebody like to hear from? You know, so yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk with you today about this. Heck yeah, absolutely! Thank you, thank everybody. We we really appreciate that you guys are here, and we look forward to seeing you here again next week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and spending a little bit of time with us today. If you want to follow us more closely, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Matt and Adam Show, and on most of the socials. Find us on Instagram and Twitter, and on the Matt and Adam Show. You'll find us there, and we look forward to seeing you here again next time.